Go. Three, two, one, go. That's what it said there. Hello and welcome to uh, episode 18. 18. 18. That's what I wrote it down. Our podcast is now an adult. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, legal in Alberta. <laughs> Got to wait another year in Saskatchewan to <laughs> yeah. be able to... To, to buy it for <laughs> any alcohol but uh but in alberta we turned 18 so uh, congratulations <laughs> congratulations uh actually i i i'm impressed that we made it to podcast number 18 i'm We've surprised done quite well too. with it so far uh and super excited for our guest today who's going to be coming on in uh the next five to 15 minutes here uh dan o'toole is going to be joining us this is exciting um, uh, not to mention in uh, two weeks time, we may have a little, we may have a little different format to our podcast next week. Yeah. Uh, cause we'll, we'll try and do it, but we'll be in, uh, fabulous Las Vegas. So, you know, what? it's really hard when the thing's not mirrored to adjust your tool. It's very tricky in the, yeah. in the thing. Uh, but yeah, we're going to uh, we're going to Las Vegas next week. That'll be fun. So that will be never been an exciting trip. Yeah, neither one of us has ever been there before. Uh, neither one of us uh, big like drinkers or anything like that. So we know that our money will not go there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but fancy uh, coffees though. Fancy coffees. Yeah. I saw someone actually streaming from Vegas today mm-hmm. and they were in like a drugstore buying like a bottle of water. Yeah. And they said it was like a dollar fifty in there, but they said it was like six bucks in the hotel gift shop. So mm, good tip. Um, yeah. The other thing that I heard, and this was uh from uh my uncle, he said that uh that hotel that looks like it's only a block away, mm-hmm. uh, he said is a lot further away than you think it is. And I've heard that from a couple of people now that like on the strip, okay. you'll look and be like, oh, we can walk to that hotel. Yeah. It's only like a block away. And that block will actually be like 10 blocks. But just because of how condensed everything is mm-hmm. and how big everything is, it makes it look like it's a lot closer to walk to. So maybe yeah. we'll have to get a uh, scooters, scooters or something. <laughs> actually, <laughs> how so- much fun would that be? Um, apparently in the cities that have the scooters, ER visits is like shot through the roof. Those electric oh, scooters. So. Really? I feel yeah. like they'd be fun. They you know why fun. they're probably up? Why? Shot up? Like, cause we, we were in Calgary and there was like four inches of snow <laughs> on the ground yeah. and there were scooters laying everywhere. So yeah. I can imagine that maybe if you don't put them away in the winter time, <laughs> it's like, take care of your toys, kids, <laughs> put them away. If you don't put them away in the winter time, though, yeah, no, I can imagine that uh, that would not be a, a good thing. Christopher said they're they're dangerous. I've never ridden one. I feel like it'd be fun. Um, so I have, I have rode one. They are fun, okay. but they've got more power than you think. Well, yeah, I would imagine that. It's not. Uh, I always wanted to buy like a uh, not a moped, but like a motor, like a Vespa. Yeah, I always. I mean people probably be laughing at me riding around on a Vespa, but I feel like it would a uh, suit the toque yeah. and B uh, would just be fun to have one. It'd be fun. good on gas, like a little 49 CC Vespa. So you don't have to get the license. You don't Is actually, that what you're yeah, absolutely. And it's good enough for getting around town, right? Like yeah. you don't, it's uh, not taking it. I'm not going to take it out on the highway or anything, no. but be good for zipping around town. Yeah. And it's it, it, right. If it's under 50 CC, you don't have to have a license for it. And 
I am a certified <laughs> license inspection person. Well, I know. So you know track. Yeah. that. Uh, is that the way it is, though? Is that true? I think it is. I don't know. Um, but yeah, my truck qualifies as an antique. Yeah. You should see his truck. Uh, it's, I mean, yeah, it's an antique for sure. That's, uh, that's one way to put it. But, uh, well, cause what year is your truck? It's 86 or something. How is like an 86 that? an antique? <laughs> it's old. Man, where's my old 79 Datsun I used to have? is an antique. So, uh, Christopher said they park the scooters on sidewalks and block access to people walking or wheelchairs. So I always throw them onto the grass. Okay. Hard. uh andrew said he's got six vespas what what do you mean you have six six vespas can we have one oh (laughs) (laughs) didn't think of that but yeah why not can we where's where's manager doug can we work on a deal with vespa so that we can get a uh so we we can get a vespa sponsorship we'll put uh like leroy and leroy logos on it Ooh. Oh, Tristan's saying he, they agree with you with the blocks. Super uh, long sure. blocks there. Way bigger than Moose Jaw blocks. Tried walking the strip and barely made it past the third block. Really? Boy, that doesn't, uh, doesn't bode well for me there, does it? <laughs> how, how Leroy behind the camera. Going? Leroy behind, not good. Leroy oh. behind <laughs> the camera. I was, I've been trying to get up early and go walking like at the RS center here in Moose Jaw. Mm-hmm. And it just, it was tough to get up that early, but now that the weather's nicer, I'm like, good. We can get out and walk the dogs. Yeah. So yesterday I got done work. I, uh, grabbed the, uh, I grabbed the dog leash mm-hmm. and we, uh, my son and I went and took our two dogs for a walk Yeah, and, uh, we made it like about half a block from our house. And I, uh, took a misstep and I fell off the curb. Like face first. You like, face first? No, I didn't hit my face, oh. but like I hit my, I don't know, my arm yeah. and my leg, my knee, my ankle, my everything just like was sore. We went to a movie afterwards and I was just like uncomfortable the whole time. And today I'm a little stiff, but was your son laughing at you or worried? No, no. He's like, are you okay, dad? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> but, uh, it hurts. Like, it hurts more when you fall, the older you get is, and that's just truth. So Andrew, uh, you saying, ride the four, months, four months, months a year. year. Well, that's not bad. That's about what you'd expect to get out of a Vespa. I feel like, um, and yeah, there's, so if you're falling walking, <laughs> the helmet, definitely going to come in handy. Oh, it was, it was terrible though. It was, uh, it was, it hurt. Uh, like that's all I can say, by the way, I, uh, if I suddenly just get up and run out of yeah. here, I am technically on call oh, this on call. week for my day job. Okay. So. Okay. Um, well, you know me. I'll handle the show. No, no problem. <laughs> here's what they say about it is a lot of people will go a whole week and they won't get a, any calls. Uh, I had one 40 minutes into my on-call shift yesterday, so we'll see. But I'm on call a week, so if you if I happen to just run out of the room for a moment, that's, okay. uh, that's now you know what's happening. Yeah. Oh. See, now... Uh... Broke your kid's scooter in half. Yeah. Someone did. But I think you're talking about the bigger scooters. So I, I think I'm you're talking not about like the electric scooters. Yeah. yeah, I shouldn't. Uh, I'm not going to hop on my son's like ra- razor scooter or whatever he's got. Oh, hello from Australia. Oh, I wonder where in Australia. In Australia. Uh, Leroy's hair. Yeah, I know. My hair, it's 
interesting right now. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Heavy right behind the it's camera. All over the place. What can you do though? No. I don't know why so many people always comment about my hair. It's weird. Uh, photos by Dustin says uh, the Vegas Strip is such a long walk. I have been there twice. Uh, did you walk the whole strip? Ooh, I'm now I want to walk the I'm, whole strip. Well, oh. I think we should find out how long the whole strip is. Yeah. Well, we got a. Uh, you want to introduce our guest? Uh, yes, uh, we are beyond excited to uh, to have this guy joining us this week. Uh, he is the uh, pride of Peterborough, Ontario. Yeah. And the unofficial oh, better put your mayor, on. the unofficial mayor of Orno, Ontario. Nice. Well, let's bring uh, welcome, him on. Welcome to the podcast, Dan O'Toole. Oh, boys, I didn't know that was the uniform because I got the same exact jacket sitting 20 feet from me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should have given you the heads up on that. Can you yeah. turn my headphones up? Hey, you know where well, I got? Here, I got to turn them up there. Okay. There boys, do you know where I got my jacket just like that? I got her well, at the I... or Orno Co-op. Orno Cola. Uh, here's the secret, Dan. Here where, you slide over. Where we got our where we got our jackets from? Yeah, uh, the uh, Moose Jaw Canadian Tire. <laughs> we they had they had a whole rack on clearance, and we bought the whole rack and put our logos on them <laughs> and sold them on our website. Here, here's what I tell people about Canadian Tire. It is the one store on this earth where I could easily spend three hours in. Uh oh. Oh no! Hold on. You lost me. Well, you're good. We there, just, now uh, we I, uh, now I got you back again. I think we I bumped was, our audio yeah. there. I heard it was the one store. The one store I could spend three hours in, no problem. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. And people I'm say, "Oh, it's it's just like a Walmart." I'm like, "No, it's not." Canadian Tire is a store unto its own. No, my wife's from Massachusetts, and we always have to explain it to her friends. We're like, "Well, it's not it's not a tire store." I mean, they have tires, but I don't know anyone who actually buys tires there. But anything else you could pos possibly yeah. imagine, you'll probably buy a Canadian tire. Now, do you guys have the, out where you are, do you have the most Canadian store of all time, Giant Tiger? Uh, we do have the Giant Tiger. <laughs> this is what I... This this is what I discovered <laughs> about Giant Tiger. I'm going to be in trouble. They're never going to sponsor us after this, Dan. I, we found that if you're if you're traveling... And there's a hotel near a giant tiger. That's not the hotel that you want to stay. <laughs> I'm not saying that happened in Winnipeg, but that definitely happened in downtown Winnipeg. Here's the next thing you want to watch for because it happens every giant tiger. You walk in the front doors, they've got their, their big sale items and they always have a piece of clothing right next to a piece of produce that's on sale. <laughs> what other store do you find that in? No other store. You're 100% you're right. Our giant tiger is really strange as well because you walk in the front door and there's like a little tiny cutout that they have between the the indoor and the exit door. Yeah. Just big enough for a shopping cart to go through. Yeah. No, that that's the, uh, the, the you have to be this tall to enter that ride, I think. <laughs> that actually, that that actually makes more sense as well. <laughs> How's she going, boys? Thanks for having me on. Oh, oh, I appreciate you joining us, Dan. Uh, you brought I love, us. I love uh, all your videos. They're just, every one of them cracks me up. 
Oh, you know what? The same goes back to, uh, to you brought us years of joy and I absolutely love listening to Boomsies. Ah, thanks buddy. You know, it's a, it's a little passion project that I do, uh, for my uh, new company and it's a blast. I just get to talk about whatever I want. And the greatest thing, speaking of sponsors, I don't have to bite my tongue. Like when I was at my old work, they're like, Oh, you can't say that about Canadian Tire. They're a sponsor. You can't say that about so-and-so. Oh, you can't say that about Canadian hockey. You can't say that about the Leafs. I can now say whatever the hell I want. And it's the greatest feeling, greatest sense of freedom I've ever had. Uh, I know. Speaking of which, you did a uh, great piece on going to a Toronto Maple Leafs game, which I really... <laughs> oh I, that was my the most honest review I've ever heard. Are we allowed to swear on this? Uh, yeah, we'll fix it up later. Well, they don't give a blank for their fans. They don't give a crap. They just, you're in the place. They don't care about the in arena uh, experience. They don't care about the sound system. That is the least of their worries because you can't hear a single thing that's said there. It's poorly lit. It's just a, and it's, if you look at the age of that arena, it's one of the older rinks in the NHL now, I think. Yeah, I it's been a while since they moved into that one. Like, I, uh, like you go from an Oilers game to a Leafs game, there's no comparison between them. I haven't been to an Oilers game, but I hear it's state-of-the-art. Well, I went to, I've been to uh, two games there. Actually, we got invited. The NHL mm-hmm. and TikTok invited us to a uh, conference final game between oh, Colorado. Look at you guys in bed with the <laughs> NHL and TikTok. <laughs> I know. They invited us to the conference final between Colorado and Edmonton. And we got to watch Colorado knock Edmonton out of the playoffs last oh. year. Uh, but uh, it was the rink is phenomenal. They did an amazing job there. Yeah. I, the only thing I've seen that's negative about that rink is someone posted a picture of the, the food prices. I'm like, oh. and I, whenever <laughs> I see the food prices, I just think of the family. And I can, I'm an empath at heart. So, like, I, I cry at commercials. I cry at anyone who needs any pity at all. So I think of the family that saved, this is their one big game. This might be their only NHL game. And you really want to get that extra $5 or $6 profit off the hot dog from them? Like, why? Why? I know it's all about profits, but just have the families in mind. I am I completely with you on that. This last New Year's, we, uh, we loaded up the car. My wife and my 12-year-old son and I drove down to Denver uh, my son is uh, an Avalanche fan, right. so we went to an Avalanche game, and their food prices were actually all pretty reasonable. Did you see and... the food prices at the Masters? <laughs> what are the prices there? Two dollars for a sandwich, two fifty for like a drink. They are like back in time. They're like nineteen seventies prices at the Masters, and they're always oh. going to be like that. They said. And of like of all places, I would just assume that the masters would milk it for everything it was worth. I know. Well, they make so much off their members. And I, the other thing I was told, I was talking to a buddy who's played it, and he said you, they do not accept any money. Like you, you go play there, you everything is taken care of. They don't take any money. Huh. Well, that's wow. pretty cool. Have, have you been to like a masters, Dan? <laughs> no, no chance. <laughs> well, you've My got to. Work- my old work had the rights. They've got a house and stuff. I'm like, hey, any chance I can go? And no response. <laughs> Every year, no response. Not a thing. Well, you've gotten to go to some cool sporting events, though. Like, what's the what's the premier, like, what's the number one oh, hands event down, you've been to? Olympics. Uh, so oh. Jay and I, we did Vancouver Olympics. 
We did uh, the London Olympics. We did uh, the Sochi Olympics for Fox in Russia. And then we also got to go to Pyeongchang for the South Korea Olympics. Wow. That's a lot. What was, what was Sochi like? Oh my gosh. It was, uh, it was another world. Um, we had an open sewer in front of our hotel. Uh, so <laughs> if you missed dinner that night, you just go look in the sewer the next morning. You're like, ah, that's what they had. Um, they had wild dogs everywhere, but they were friendly and they like knew the rules. So the wild dogs and they aren't like rabid. They aren't like at a Mad Max. They would sit in front of the hotel and they knew not to come in. And then if you'd walk to the store, they'd follow you along to the store. Um, we had our an entire hotel to ourselves. So Chris Chelios was on our crew. Uh, Michelle Kwan was on our crew. Uh, Peekaboo Street, Jay, myself, and then a, a bunch of others. But we had an entire hotel where we just, it was like we were back in university living in a frat house. It was pretty cool. Fox then, sounds like it was quite the experience. Oh my gosh, it was. They they treat you like gold. We had our own security guards because he, every Olympics, there's always going to be the end of the world. Like uh, there was one Olympics like, oh, London, they're going to run out of money. And then uh, the Vancouver Olympics, I forget what the, the tragedy was going to be there. And then the, the Russian one was nothing's finished. Everyone's going to get murdered. So they gave us security guards, these guys straight out of a Bond movie, two Russian dudes. By the end of day two, we would be leaving the hotel and we're like, do you guys need to come with us? They're like, yeah, fine. <laughs> they would just sit in the lobby. I'm like, okay, I guess, I guess we're safe now. Yeah, I had the swing of things by then. Yeah, they, they're like, you're, you're, you're good. So that's like, that's the premier. Like if you're recommending, say you got to go to one sporting event, it's go to the Olympics. A thousand percent. But speaking of pricey events, it's the most expensive event to go to in the world. Probably like, uh, and you don't know what tickets you're getting, who's going to be competing. So it's a crapshoot if you're buying tickets. Luckily I've never had to buy tickets. Um, it's my claim to fame in my adult life. I've never paid for a sporting event ticket because of my job. And I never want to start. (laughs) (laughs) So uh yeah and to travel to wherever an olympics is you're paying what probably a thousand times what a hotel price usually would be so it's extremely pricey if it comes to your town if the olympics comes to your town go make sure you go get a ticket well we should like moose jock should put a bid in now oh moose, the moose jaw winter olympics hell yeah like, i'm not sure how the skiing would go hey <laughs> Mark McMorris is from Saskatchewan. Yeah, I think I, we'd have to just ship everybody out to Alberta to do the skiing, though. Well, just start piling the dirt now, and you might have the <laughs> might have a mountain in a few years. We'll, we'll get there eventually. Or uh, dig a big trench. That works. Actually, we used to have a ski hill uh, 10 minutes outside of Moose Jaw when we were kids. It was called White Track, uh, and it was the side of a valley. Exactly. That's the one in Fort McMurray is the same. It's just down into a valley. So we made the most of it. Now yeah. kids just toboggan there. Oh, oh, I bet you get some speed going there. Oh, a hundred percent. Our biggest ski hill in Peterborough was called Armour Hill. And if you went to the top, you'd end up on, like if you had a good metal sled, you'd end up on the road. And then it started to get a bit too good with the technology and the sled. So they had to plant a bunch of trees so people can't get to the top now. So all our fun is ruined. <laughs> our reckless fun of like maybe going into traffic, maybe dying. 
yeah, that's all over. Probably I feel like just in general, the things we did as kids, though, Dan, like people don't do those things anymore. Well, exactly. I, I don't know your age, but for my age, that's the same story for anyone who I grew up with. You leave home after school to go play and uh, you come home five, six hours later. No one checks on you. No one knows where you are. They just assume you're safe. I, I used to have to be close enough to my house to hear my dad whistle. So when, when I heard the whistle, I knew it was time to get home. Okay. that's uh, Did he have a pretty good whistle then, I guess? Oh, yeah. Like one of the, you know, the dad whistles. Oh, yeah. I can't do it. I would go play hockey at my friend uh, Rob Fitzgerald's down the road. So he's my neighbor. He was about a kilometer away in the country. Ride my bike by myself down a country road. No one checked to see if I got there. No one checked when I was coming home. You think about that now, you're like, that would never happen. That just doesn't happen anymore. No, it's so different. Like I think, yeah, even this week, the kids are out of school. My son is at home and what? like, I, would, I would have been gone now? on my bike every day, but it just it, doesn't happen anymore. You're just having your spring break now. It's our Easter break. You get the whole week off. <laughs> the kids get the whole week off. What the hell's going on here? That's not happening out in Ontario. No, you get the Friday and the Monday off. Oh, no, they got the Friday and then the whole week. Plus, they had the February break. We had a week in February, too. So, I, as I said, I mentioned on Boonsies this week, I'm like, I I feel bad for the kids because after the Easter break, you got nothing till summer. Like, this is, you are in no man's land now. Like, there's no saving you. Maybe a PA day here and there, but you got no holidays. You got nothing until school's out. <laughs> <laughs> They got one long weekend in May. Yeah, so you get a what a Friday or a Monday off. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to feel bad. It's hard to feel bad for him. I, I said the other day, and again, you know, a job I would never ever be able to do. But I'm like, why didn't I become a teacher? Because it seems like they get a lot of days off. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but then sometimes, like I drive by the school after I picked up the the kids at the regular time, and it's like six or seven, and teachers' cars are still in the parking lot. I'm like, oh, screw that. <laughs> yeah, me right behind the camera's wife is a teacher, so I won't I won't make a light of their job too much. Oh no, <laughs> it's I, it's the most difficult job. So, did you have co-op programs in your high school where you go try out a job to see if you want to do it in real life? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I did that to be a teacher, and after the month long co-op, I'm like, I I would end up murdering someone. I can't do this. No <laughs> chance. No, I think like I could be a teacher like without the kids. <laughs> <laughs> like just give me the teacher's schedule is <laughs> yeah. going to the school board okay i've got a proposal for you well how about you could just they you could just mark their papers so you wouldn't have to see the kids you just mark the papers and here's the other thing that's happening in school and i'm seeing it firsthand chat gpt kids can put what the subject essay is how many words it's supposed to be they put it through ChatGPT, it writes the essay, and then they run that through another program so it takes out any flags in which pe the teachers would catch it after having been written by ChatGPT, so it's indetectable. So kids oh. never have to write another essay in their lives because of this ChatGPT. That sounds incredible. Because you know <laughs> what the most pointless thing we did in school was? Write essays. Oh, gosh. I wrote one. And well, I didn't write it. I borrowed it from someone. I handed it to the teacher. She read the first two lines. She goes, you didn't write this. I'm like, got me. Got me. 
<laughs> you got me. <laughs> it probably had the person's name on it still. It probably didn't have my name on it. That was fantastic. Oh. Yeah, so they uh, it's coming for everyone's job. So uh, look out. I I saw that someone made the chat GPT. Uh, watch 1,000 or 100 Olive Garden commercials and got it to write an Olive Garden commercial and it did. <laughs> like it's it's baffling. My buddy has it send its emails and then someone at his work said, hey, your emails are uh, looking pretty good. And he's like, oh crap, I got to dumb them down. You can tell them, dumb down the email. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to try this out. I did it. I did it uh, live on Boomsies. I'm like, okay, pretend I'm going to be sick. I say, write me an email for I'm going to be sick. And it went into like a two paragraph thing. Explain. I'm like, dumb it down. Then it went from two paragraphs into, I'm not feeling well. I'll be at home all day. If you need me email and phone, I've got them. And boom. I, it, I don't think it has a sense of humor yet. Cause I wrote, uh, write a comedy script about a guy named Leroy who goes to Las Vegas. And it wasn't very funny. <laughs> well, that's kind of well it's probably writing what hollywood wants is these non-funny comedies because they're tough to find now i don't know how thank you i don't know what? how comedians like great comedians are in these things delivering lines and they aren't saying like this isn't funny why are we doing this like what was the last real funny comedy you saw i feel like it's been a while i really like that nick cage movie the unbearable talent or unbearable burden of impeccable talent or something. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet because Nick cage went full Nick cage and he was unbelievable. And I actually just finished and I tweeted about this today, a show on Netflix. It's probably on your homepage called beef. It is okay. the greatest show I've seen in the last, maybe my life. Beef. It's called beef. What's it, what's it about? Uh, I don't want to spoil anything. It's about, two people that get in the, this is how the show starts. Um, they get in a road rage incident and then it goes from there. Okay. We're going to have to check that one out. So they've got a beef with one another. Here's my recommendation that we just watched over the weekend on okay, Apple I'm TV. I'm writing it down. Oh, I don't have the Apple TV. What you know, Apple t <laughs> on Apple TV it? plus like, <laughs> Oh my goodness. We just finished watching the latest episode of Ted Lasso. And then we watched uh, Tetris, the movie. Oh, how's Tetris. It was incredible. It was great. Yeah. Really? I'm I'm waiting to see that Jordan one uh, called Air. But I tried yeah. Ted Lasso and I just couldn't get into it. I tried it like three, four episodes. Couldn't get into it. Really? Yeah. Now, I, I, uh, yeah, I'm I absolutely hooked more, on that one. I think I need more like a, a dark comedy. Maybe it was too feel good for me. And I'm like, ah, this isn't real life. <laughs> so that's what I feel like I liked about Ted Lasso is as you get into it, it's, it goes so much more than a comedy and does have the real life. I think once you get into like season two and three, not to spoil anything, but he, you know, starts to deal with anxiety and things like that. And it, it kind oh, of takes saw, some interesting turns. There's a chat here. So someone, uh, Phil said it's the unbearable weight of massive talent. Thank you, Philip Maldner. There we go. <laughs> yeah. This is great. This is a great system you guys got here with your, your chats coming in. Oh, wow. This is like a, a real operation. This is all Leroy behind the camera. If it was just me, uh, we'd probably just be on a speakerphone. We'd probably just be FaceTime. <laughs> maybe. Maybe FaceTime. Maybe. Maybe not. With a second phone recording the FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Don, you've gotten to travel uh, like Canada lots. You've worked to yes, lots of different I've places. Do you have like a like a favorite hidden gem in Canada? Well, I don't think it's a hidden gem anymore. Saskatoon is one of my favorite cities in Canada. Oh, us too. It's great. The Bez. Have you stayed at the Bez? No, I have not stayed at the Bez. Oh, geez. We, Jay and I checked in once. We were there to do an event and the power was out. And they're like, by the way, this hotel's haunted. And we're like, what the? Why are you telling us that? <laughs> First off, I don't believe in ghosts, but maybe I do. Maybe, don't test me. We got invited up. We got invited last year to a, uh, they had like a Comic-Con type thing. Yep. And they invited us to come be guests at the show. And uh, <clears throat> Carrie L was, was supposed to be their like big headlining guest. He had to cancel because the day before he got bit by a rattlesnake in his backyard. Oh boy. That's not good. Saskatoon's also the only place I've ever missed a flight. Uh, this is when I was still drinking, got all banged up. And uh, our flight was at like seven. And they called me and I guess I, you know, when you hit your, uh, when you can hit it and it says, send a custom text to someone, I guess I hit that. And it said like, uh, I'll call you back. And no one came to knock on my door, nothing. So it was the only time. So flying back to, um, we're, we're flying by, you try fly back to LA when you've missed your flight in Saskatoon. Oh, oh no. boy. Oh man. If you want to just crawl into a hole and you're like, I Saskia, I live here now. I just live here now. Uh, I'm not even going to try to get out. Uh, that's what I was thinking of doing at that moment. Of all places to be stuck, Saskatoon's a good one. I, when I'm you're a big hung fan. Over and you've got to get back to. So if if I was on vacation, sure, I'm stuck there. But when you're you're bleeding out your eyeballs and you <laughs> you just want to go to bed and you've got to try find a flight. Now, by the way, beautiful airport. Beautiful airport. I've never been to I've Saskatoon. Been we always fly out of Regina. Ah, oh, okay. I don't think I've ever been to Regina's airport. Oh, no, I must have because I did an event there. Regina Airport, I don't really remember. Yeah, that's oh, the one. You, that's that's the one. <laughs> Wait, don't you go down to an escalator into the, like, the baggage place there? Yeah. yeah, I've been to it. Yeah, yeah it's, there's, it's very basic. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What's uh, your hidden city? What's oh, oh, hidden city in Canada? You got an answer for this one? Oh boy, it's hard to pick one. I feel like uh, we always say like wherever the last place we've been to was, uh, like Saskatoon. I love, um, also love Calgary. Uh, what about Winnipeg? Winnipeg also a nice little town. Winnipeg is a sh- surprisingly mm-hmm. unexpected town. <laughs> it's that's right. It's uh, yeah. like we we talked about going there, and Leroy behind the camera is like, "Oh, it's great," and I was like, "Ah, oh, it's dirty." And then we went there, and I actually, I think I've been back three times. My wife and I went there on like a holiday last fall. Just so to, did you go to the getaway. museum of disasters or something, whatever it is of that, natural history or whatever it no, is. No, it's there. not natural but, history. It's like a museum of human rights, isn't it? Yeah. Oh no, yeah, no, I've not been there yet. I saw it. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a true story. I'm not making this up. Speaking of museums. So my f- my favorite thing to do in LA was to get home from work and watch the LA news. The LA local news is like nothing else because you're going to see a car chase. You're going to see something else. And I recorded this. I fell on the ground laughing. So they cut to the story. said an accident at the corner of uh, whatever the streets were. There was a car slammed into a museum. A person was on the hood of the car. And the museum they slammed into was the museum of broken relationships. (laughs) I'm like, is this a skit? 
Like I had to rewind <laughs> it and watch it 10 times. I'm like, is first off, who opened this museum and who's going to it? Secondly, who crashes a car? And why is the person still on the hood of the car? And the news team was there. <laughs> what the hell's going on? I need to visit LA. <laughs> Yeah, I got to Google that, make sure that is an actual museum, because I'm like, I still don't believe it to this day, and I never did Google it. Museum of Broken Relationships. Broken Relationships. The Museum of Broken Relationships. <laughs> this is like, this is the learning new things I didn't know existed. We're actually, Dan, we're going for our first, both of us, our first time. Museum of Broken Relationships is currently exploring alternative venues and is in its final week of operations at its current Hollywood location. <laughs> it's about to close. <laughs> Let's move it to Winnipeg. <laughs> well, they probably still don't have a front window because who's going to pay for repairs on that museum after that car smashed into it 10 years ago? What's in that museum? I, I think we need to go on a road trip, boys. <laughs> Absolutely. I think you're right. So where are you from? Oh, we're from Canada. Why are you here? To come to your museum. What? <laughs> <laughs> we want to open our own branch. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, I could be the, I could be the uh, head curator of that museum. <laughs> uh, we're uh, we're leaving next week, Dad. We're going to Vegas. Neither one of us has ever been there before. Oh my goodness, my favorite town. I what? Uh, like, yeah, give us some recommendations. Are you going for gambling? Are you going for shows? Are you going for drinking? Are you going for partying? What do you do? What do you want to do? I don't know. Like neither one of us are big drinkers. Like uh, we're going to make videos. We're going really. to make videos <laughs> and uh, and hang out. We just want to have some fun. You know, you know what? I'm I'm on a Instagram wormhole. Well, actually, it's in my algorithm. Somehow, I got sucked into. I guess you can record when you're playing slots, and people like they make videos of like when they hit a big jackpot. Those keep popping up. So anyway, that's that's a side that's a side note. Um, where do you want to go? You got to check out the, if you've never been, what the customary thing you do is you check out all the casinos, you walk the strip, but it's not like the old days walking the strip isn't you're just walking down a sidewalk. Like you cannot cross the street at any point because there's elevators on the sidewalks. There's crosswalks across. So it's quite a journey. You find yourself walking through a casino and you're like, how the hell did we get back there? But you got to check out all the big ones. You got to check out Caesars, MGM, um the circa pool will be open probably that's the one with a massive screen at the pool um yeah i'd do that and go to a show uh, the beatles show love is really good really good. okay and the absinthe one i think it's right outside caesar's it's really good too yeah the shows uh don't go to any of the cert de soleil i, I fell asleep during one <laughs> i'm like okay you're doing another flip okay yeah well what's next oh another flip okay what's next it just gets a bit repetitive <laughs> but they're canadian canadian company i think so they're very mm -hmm. talented people it's just i like to see uh if i like all the songs like i did in the beatles then hey you can sing along that's fair i could i can understand that i would like to hear your play-by-play -play of a cirque du soleil show that would maybe add some excitement to it but... <laughs> Well, also, I made the mistake of day drinking by the pool and then going to the show. So that's another reason for the nap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've heard all the pools will be open. Our manager our manager and his wife are coming and they booked us into a hotel because she wants to sit by the pool the whole time. Okay, what hotel uh, are we allowed to know? 
uh, what are, I don't the know. Excalibur. Excalibur, you're staying in the castle one. <laughs> like it's medieval know. times for adults. Well, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, and there's one part I've never been to. It's just it's on the main casino floor where it's like uh, the dungeon where you go downstairs. I'm like, I don't want to know what's down there. So you have to visit the dungeon. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll follow up with you and let you know what's in the dungeon. Yeah, so you'll be right across the street from the Tropicana, then up the street from you there. You can go to Lux. Oh, I, I can't believe I didn't mention this. Go to Carrot Top. Oh. <laughs> Look, serious. He's at the Luxor. He is the best bang for your buck on the strip. You will be in tears laughing. That's yeah, a, yeah that's a good idea. Like you don't you don't expect it, and he makes fun of himself. Like he'll do a bunch of jokes and he'll he'll turn to you and say, Hey guys, a lot of this is filler. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and we met him after the show. Oh yeah, we we're gonna have to look into carrot oh, top for sure. That. that sounds fun. Seriously, I think it, last time I went, it was forty five bucks. You can't find a ticket for forty five bucks to anything in Vegas. No, that's uh, fair enough. Sounds good. I think it would suit our humor too. Yeah, it's prop comedy. Every if yeah. you don't like prop, it's basic bones comedy. It's easy to laugh at. You don't have to really pay close attention because it's right in your face. Speaking of comedians, I really enjoyed your uh, your recent chat that you had with uh, with Tom Green. What a gem that guy is. He's moved back to Canada. He's living on a farm. We live in houses very similar. Uh, his was built one year after mine. His was built in 1876. Mine was built in 1875. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, so I told him he should start like a Tom Green uh, builds a farm because he's going to start a little farm. And I'm like, I'd watch that. I keep seeing I keep seeing his like comedy tours around Ontario. And then I just get jealous that I'm in Western Canada going, can yeah, you come out him. here, please? So Jay and I and some friends went to see him in Toronto at the Yuck Yucks. And it's he did two hours of stand-up. Holy cow. But it didn't seem like two hours because he walks you through his career. And it was almost like a... Uh, a documentary on his life with him telling you all the stories from it. So it was very I, good. I can only imagine the stories Tom Green has to. Like, yes, he's he been through a it very all. good one about being on The Apprentice and talking to Donald Trump and uh, the his interactions with people on that show. And, and then the fact that he hosted SNL, he reminded us of that. I'm like, I didn't even know that. And he said that was just before Freddie Got Fingered came out. And he said, if Freddie Got Fingered came out before he hosted SNL, they would have canceled him from hosting SNL. Because <laughs> he, had, I've never watched that movie, but he says several times, he's like, that is a bad movie. So I don't know what you guys <laughs> on that movie, but I've never watched it. I have, but it's been so long I can hardly remember it. Uh, yeah. yeah, he just says it makes no sense. Like he says a lot of his the stuff he did on SNL, he goes, it made no sense, but... Hey, I was there with my buddies. They let my buddies come and help me write and we pitched stuff and hey, it ended up on TV. So he's like, he's kind of an, an amazement at uh, his own career. <laughs> that's, that's fair. He did it all. It's yeah. We're there's, there's a lot of like golden Canadian when it comes to comedy though. I feel like there's a lot of funny Canadians. There is. We, um, Martin Short came on our show down in Fox. His son worked on our show and he came in to visit one night. We wrote his script for him. We're like, we can put it in prompt. And he's like, no, no. 
uh, it was like a 45 second thing he had to say, memorized it all and did it, came on the podcast. He's just a, he's just a gem. And so did Norm Macdonald. Oh, I saw Norm Macdonald in, uh, in this little Chinese restaurant in, in Massachusetts, my wife's hometown. And he had me rolling on the floor. Uh, yeah. that was one of the best stand-up comedy shows I've ever been to. His, um, they actually, I just went to rewatch it last night or a, a week ago and it's not on Netflix anymore. His, um, his interview show. Oh, I don't it's know gone? where to find it. Yeah, it's gone. I don't know what streaming service it's on now. It's not on YouTube, but it was very well done too with, uh, his, his manager, Adam Egot. So they had David Spade, they had all his buddies on it. I, I just find David Spade in any interview he's in is just the best. I really enjoyed his show and it was on for a while. He had a little talk show and basically talked about anything but politics. <laughs> See, I, I didn't catch it. it. I, I watched all his monologues when he used to do them on Instagram. I found those funny. I think Spade is a very underrated comic, if that's possible, because he is just sneaky funny in anything that he's on. Yeah, absolutely. We're, uh, we're super excited. Uh, we're going to be having on about a month from now. Uh, we've got red green coming on our, what? our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> really? Red, what's red green doing these days? Well, we're going to find, <laughs> apparently right now he's in Florida. So <laughs> when he gets wow. back, we're going to find out. I hope he made, I hope he pocketed all that money and I hope they made that. Cause that had a long run. Do you remember his show before he became red green? No. Oh. Sm was it Smith and Smith? Smith? And no. Smith. Yeah. Let me, I'll yeah. pull out the, I've got a device that has all the information. Smith research and that one. Smith, red, green. Uh, yep. That's it. Uh, wow. 1979 sketch comedy, six seasons. It's a Canadian catch sketch comedy series, which aired from 1979 to 1985 on Hamilton, CHCH and through syndication and other Canadian shows. Uh, the show starred the husband and wife comedy duo of Steve Smith and Morgan Smith, Steve Smith being red green. Wow. That's incredible. That, that's, I'm going to have to look that one up. Uh, a huge fan of red green. Yeah. So I can only imagine. I Smith love, you know what the best thing of that show was his little shorts. Not the shorts he was wearing. Like he did little black and white shorts <laughs> where he's like, oh, geez, I don't know what's going on here. And he's like doing the commentary behind the videos. It's like yeah, yeah. TikTok videos. Like, oh, dude, he's going down to the fishing hole. I don't even know what he's doing there. And then those are gold. Like in <laughs> tears laughing those. And they've aged very well. That's brilliant. Oh, a hundred percent. We were, we were actually, we were talking about what to film one day and Leroy behind the camera was like, what if we did one where we made our own car wash and literally described an episode of the red green show. And I'm like, <laughs> that is exactly like exactly what red green did. He's like, are you sure? And I pulled up the episode and it was almost identical. So there's a lot of inspiration. I think that comes in from red green. That's right. It's uh, Mr. Dr no, Mr. Dress up wasn't a comedy. I'm just thinking old Canadian comedies, but I grew up with Mr. Dress up. And I try to describe it to American friends. I'm like, okay, so there's this guy, Mr. Dressup. And he had uh, two puppets. Uh, I don't know what they were, his, his kid and his dog. I don't know what they were. And then he had this uh, big trunk. It was called the Tickle Trunk. They're like, what are you guys watching? What are you doing up there? <laughs> I tried the same thing. I tried to explain to my wife about Mr. Dressup because it was the best show. And yeah, it, it sounds really, really bad. Although I don't think it's any worse than Mr. Rogers. 
Well, it's just the tickle trunk is kind of, you wouldn't get away with that. So here's my question I pose to Mr. Dress Up Fans. The tickle trunk is still alive and well. It's in the CBC Museum, which is in the lobby of the CBC building in Toronto. If the tickle trunk went on open market for auction and anyone can buy it for any price, how much do you think it would go for? Oh. Because there's um, going to be, there, there's a lot of rich people in this country who would love to say, you know, uh, Mr. Dressup, that's the tickle trunk over there. So it's going for, I'm saying, over 100000 I was going to say, I was going to say it's going to hit a million. Oh, wow. I wouldn't go that high, but I'd say <laughs> over a hundred. Go for some good money for sure. And it that would be a death trap because that thing's metal. So that closes on someone. But imagine to have own the the actual tickle trunk. That'd be pretty damn cool. If I was if I was a billionaire, I would definitely <laughs> attempt to do that. I'd go to the CBC say, "Hey, do you guys want a donation? Because I'll give you a big fat one." I just I'm taking the tickle trunk and I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, where's Casey? I want him too. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh. Dan, uh, we can't thank you enough for uh, for joining us on our uh, on our Boys, podcast. Thanks for having me. This was a blast. Um, and uh, keep doing what you're doing. Have fun in Vegas. It's going to be a blast. Um, the craps tables. I hope you know how to play craps. If you don't know how to play craps, here's how you No idea. We don't. <laughs> if you're walking through the casino late at night, no one's around, go up to a table and uh, just watch. Or if uh, there's no one at the table, get the guys... Say, what am I doing here? They love teaching people. And it's okay. easy. You're betting on numbers. You're betting on numbers. That's it. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to try that out. And just don't say the number seven when you're at the table. Never say that number. Oh, okay. And if someone's rolling, you wait till they're done rolling and it says off on the table. Don't join mid-roll because you put a jinx on the whole table. Those Good are the know. only oh. things you need to know about craps to be a have great table etiquette. <laughs> We've got the inside tips straight from, oh, straight from right, Dan. Tips. Hey, tips no tool. <laughs> I love it. Well, Dan, I hope we can do this again sometime. I told Leroy behind the camera, I said, uh, following following along with you uh, over the years and, and listening to your old podcast and boomsies and everything else, I said, uh, I always feel like Dan is someone who I'd just be friends with. Every time he went on a rant about something, I was like, yeah, I agree with Dan. And yeah. uh, because of that, I'm just like, I think we'd be good friends. I think so, too. I felt the same watching your guys' videos. So if you come to Ontario and shoot some videos, I want to pop up in the background. Don't even make reference to me. I'll just pop up in the background. Okay, we're gonna plan. We're gonna plan another trip out to that way. Because uh, last time we came, we went to Toronto and then we drove uh, west. So this time we'll drive east and come through Orno, and uh, we'll let you know when we're coming out there. Oh, that'd be great! You can look at the "Welcome to Orno" Brian Bickle sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Thanks so much, oh, Dad. We you. appreciate it. See you, boys. Thanks for having me. We'll see ya. See ya. Oh, what a gem! Hey. What an absolute gem. No kidding. Don O'Toole, Canadian uh, we'll sports broadcasting legend, I think. Good, yeah, we'll have to pull some out. pieces some good of that one. For sure. Wow. We talked a lot of Canadian. I would have liked to have. Actually, we're going to have to have Dan back on again at some point. Maybe some we point. can get him in a couple months. and Because I would love to talk more Canadianity with Dan. Yeah. Um, what a what a just absolute oh, great guy, was- though. That was great. Um, speaking of great guys, yeah. Uh, did I tell you uh, my shovel got stolen? 
What? This was like three months ago. Do you remember me saying? Oh, yeah. We were going to film the video. We filmed all our videos, all of the you retiring the shovel, putting it away for the year, shovel yeah. in the walk. Shovel got stolen. Yeah. It's gone all winter. Uh, guess what happened after the warm day? Huh. You found it under the snow? No. Oh. Somebody brought it back. You're kidding me. Yeah. So. <laughs> so someone took your shovel for the winter. Yeah. And then returned it. Um. And so basically what happened was beside my house. Yeah. I left my shovel there. Yeah. Somebody took it. Yeah. And then once all the snow melted. Yeah. They brought it back. For Is this a real story? It's my shovel was gone. Okay. So it was under the it snow. Returned. It was under the snow and it melted and you found it again. Who's <laughs> to say what happened? The worst. Just the worst. <laughs> but the point is. Is that it was gone and now it's back. Oh, <laughs> uh, something you thought was lost but found or returned. You See, or like returned. Here, you know what? I I uh, lost my. Uh, did you get like when you were in high school? Did you get like a, a grad ring? Oh, I did. Yeah. Uh, what a waste yeah. of money. First off. Second off, because it's this giant mm-hmm. ring that you'll wear like hardly ever. I've got mine somewhere at home. I don't know. But I uh, I lost it for like an entire year. Your ring, my my grad ring. Yeah, somebody stole it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and then you'll never guess where they put it. Uh, in the pocket of my golf bag. <laughs> was, so, so this is what I love. About so both. my ring went missing for an entire year. I must have taken yeah. it off golfing, popped it in the side zipper, and then searched for it for a year. Only yeah. to find it the next year. Thankfully, I still have the golf clubs. Or somebody borrowed it for the entire year. <laughs> Popped it to the Popped zipper. It back in the zipper. In the zipper. Perfect timing. Uh, great reviews for Dan. He Let's was cool. See. Yeah, Dan's a great guy. Uh, which one's the great reviews? That was He was cool from Philip there. Oh, yeah, right there. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, no, he was cool. Uh, very funny. Very, yeah, very funny. So laid back. We've never... Never talked to him before, uh, before this. And mm-hmm. he actually reached out to us, um, I don't know, a few months ago, just to say, hey, guys, I really enjoy what you're doing. Keep it up. And that's, you know, like the power of just some kind words to people, mm-hmm. right? So what a what a great guy. What yeah. a great guy, Dan O'Toole. You want to play some games? Okay. What's our game today? Uh, so a couple options for you. We can either go Trivial Pursuit or Headlines. Oh, let's go Headlines. Okay. So we've got... Uh, so we started this game last week. Uh, Leroy behind the camera will tell us about a news story. Mm-hmm. And then we have to give the headline for that news story. Yeah. And I'm going to give you the headline, but we'll come up with, we're going to punch headline. it up to help the news. There's right. and So this is local news. So we're actually okay. helping out some local uh, news writers. Okay. Punch Sounds up good. their headlines. So Uh-oh. we'll see if this happens. So this is the very, uh, this is the headline. Flooding submerges sports fields, road car near Vanier College. So let me just put collegiate? this up. Vanier Collegiate. Oh, Collegiate, sorry. Um, so what happened was, uh, let me just flip to the story here. City Moose Jaw is redirecting motorists away from 4th Avenue Northwest and Thatcher Drive and McDonald Street. Uh, the Public Works Department is monitoring the situation because the Spring Creek has overflowed into nearby fields. And you'll see there's actually a car that's underwater here. And is that your car? You'll see it here in a sec. 
just scrolling through that one. Okay. Is that your car? No, no, definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not an SUV there. I mean, the car is not really underwater. Ah. Uh, I would, uh, I would uh, change the headline to um, Moose Jaw home to amphibious car test drives (laughs) underway. That's a good one. Okay, Moose Jaw, home to amphibious car. Test drive underway. underway. That's oh, going to get more clicks. This is this now. I'm competing against my own dad in okay, this stuff. So let's Here see what he's got. <laughs> Excessive <laughs> lawn watering <laughs> causes minor inconvenience. <laughs> That's a good headline. That was, that was a good Not one. as many clicks, but uh, all right. Let's go. What's the next good. headline we got here? Very good. It's okay, I just, there's some clicking that's involved here. So this is another local one. We got three local ones and then some international ones. Okay. Uh, this headline, Cotto Street West in seventh spot on CAA's worst roads campaign list. Okay, yeah, because good old Moose Jaw. We got uh, it's number seven on the worst road list. Uh, we could probably uh, we could probably up that and go. Uh, Cotto Street. Uh, ho- Can we read some of this first? No, I, I mean, that pretty much sums it, it up, I think, right there, right? Okay. Just, there's a lot of potholes. Cotto <laughs> uh, Street misses out on top spot in worst, in worst roads competition. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Here, I'll switch back to the chat. We got, we in got any... Uh, Anything going? Cotto Street misses out on top spot in worst road competition. Yeah. That's uh, good. Motocross track almost ready. In Moose <laughs> 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 oh, oh. Almost ready in Moose okay, yeah, Good He stuff. gets the point on that one. That so better. is Greg up 2 nothing? I, I, I think, think it's, yeah, I think the first, one. yeah, I think that, I think I won the first Greg's one. Greg's was but. technically funnier, he but yours was has getting the second one. Uh, yeah, that's good. Here, so this is just involves some clicking on my part. So here, let's bring up this next one. All right, headline number three: Pet value making smooth transition to much larger new space. Uh, this, these are real news headlines. I'm not making this, this is, up. You have to love it about this show, though, right? <laughs> like, uh, I am not making that. This is a real headline, and there you go. <laughs> They've got the moving go. truck in the shot. <laughs> got their store uh the best part is that they're relocating literally across the parking lot oh, was that yeah it? oh yeah to the other side of civic center plaza so uh <laughs> i just love this headline uh pet value making smooth transition to much larger new space uh, uh, it's not gonna get the clicks though headline as well <laughs> it's not getting the clicks uh see uh, i we should just go off the <laughs> we should just go off of the picture I just say like uh U-Haul truck uh empties pet value. Uh no. Uh wait, hold on. What do we got here? Okay, Somebody's going to beat me on this one. Let's go. Pet value making record profits opens larger store. That actually is probably better. Oh, this is good. <laughs> Phillips. In other news today, <laughs> nothing happened. It's a good one. That's uh, true. Uh, Orion Moose job, right? Like uh, pet value moves across parking lot. Uh, 
Yeah, it's good. Maybe I don't we, know. We what else we got? No. I'm showing you these live. Yeah, what You've else we got? What other headlines before. do we have? All right, so now we're moving out of Moose Jaw and uh, around the world. Firefighters to the rescue of cat on a hot black roof in Ottawa's East End. <laughs> yeah. This is a real story? This is No, this is a real story. Here, I'll bring it up. Uh, there's just balls, lots of clicking on my part. So we'll uh, we'll find the... That's yeah. right, right there. Oh, up one. Up one? There yeah, we go. Right there. So yeah, this is a real story. So a cat was on a roof. Cat was on a roof. And so normally they don't make a big deal out of it because cats always get down from the tree eventually. Yeah. Because the roof was so hot, uh, they actually wanted to get this cat down from the roof. They gave it some water. Um, other residents gave it some milk. And oh, there's a picture of the cat down safely there. Uh... Let's see. I'll go back to the chat here. See who's coming up with some stuff here. Oh house, no! <laughs> house burns. House burns down while firefighters rescue cat in Ottawa. <laughs> that's my headline. That's a good one. I think that that's yeah, that's good. So, cat on a hot black roof. <laughs> that's good. Cat in heat calls for help. <laughs> Oh, look at this. Uh, Eight lives left. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's some good ones. Uh, this headline doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Liam, how's it going? <laughs> okay. All right, we got some more here. We have we'll another headline still? Yeah, this is a fun game. Um, this was an interesting story. Italy's oldest student graduates again, aged 98. Yeah, and again, this is a real story. Um, let's see. There it is. So this guy had graduated once and was the oldest, uh, graduator graduate. And then he went back to school and became the oldest one again. Billy so Madison does own. it again. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Billy Madison does it again. <laughs> that is good. Billy Madison does it again. Billy Madison. We got it there. Now it's, now it's in Italy. In in Italy, yeah. Um, but the so he's not going to get a job, but he's going to write a book or something like that. Well, of course, because his dad owns a hotel chain, he doesn't need to. <laughs> Kindergarten was tough for ninety-eight-year-old. <laughs> my dad always used to say, "School's up forever." My dad always used to say that kindergarten uh, was the best nine years of his life. <laughs> kindergarten was the best nine years of my life uh, that's uh, funny all right let's see what other ones we got uh, it's a me Billy Madison. <laughs> like there's one. another uh another cat one smoky the cat survives vancouver hotel fire reunited with owner yeah so this cat what happened was uh so, the, the apartment got on fire or hotel smoking cat causes hotel fire <laughs> owner charged <laughs> Done. Uh, right. I don't know if that, that changes is, the story or not. Who but. is not going to click on that, right? Smoking cat causes hotel fire. Owner charged. Owner charged. I like that. That adds the other. Uh... See, that's getting the clicks. Absolutely. Smoky I mean, the cat. You know, whether it's 100% true or not. I mean, no. that's another story. That's not the point of it. Points to get the clicks. So, yeah. Only <laughs> prevent. 
Hotel Only fire. you can prevent hotel fires. It's good too. That is good. Yeah. So yeah, this cat, the guy left. Uh, he had two cats. Grabbed one of them. I don't know. Couldn't find the other cat or whatever. The second cat got stuck in the fire, and it made it out. Quite injured though. Looks like it hurt its eye or something. But, oh, poor cat. Yeah. Shouldn't cat. be smoking in hotel. So. Cats. Oh, we got some good ones tonight. That is good. Was that all the headlines? Oh, I think we got one more. One here. more headline. All right. One more? Yeah, let's, this is an interesting one. Let's round it out. We could probably save oh. our trivia for next time. Actually. Yeah, we may yeah. as well. So this one here, score, Kelowna RCMP return 1979 Wayne Gretzky rookie heart to its owner. So what happened was this uh, police officer in Kelowna uh, like five years back, remembered this person reporting their lost hockey cards yeah. or stolen hockey cards. And when they were searching the vehicle, found these cards and remembered back to the guy that lost his cards. Yeah. And turns out it was his Wayne Gretzky card that was in there. <laughs> Crazy, huh? It's a score. Uh, RCMP steals Wayne Gretzky working <laughs> card from little kid. <laughs> That would get the clicks. <laughs> if that's what you're after. How do you know it's... Hold on. I just need to make a call. Someone stole my... Hello? Yeah. Someone stole my Wayne Gretzky working <laughs> card. So if you guys find if one, or just like a duffel bag full of money, uh, yeah, it belongs to Leroy behind the camera. <laughs> yeah. I lost my duffel okay, bag thanks. full of money. So um, I'm sure if anyone finds a duffel bag full of money yeah. or a Wayne Gretzky working card, they'll return it. That's a good one. And Liam's absolutely correct. Yes. We're just so making we're just fun making for some new titles. <laughs> that's exactly what we were doing, yes, Liam. That, you we actually, actually need a headline that says make a funny version of a news title yeah. so people know when they're just scrolling what to do. So we are going to do a live slash podcast again next week, yep. right? But it won't be on Wednesday because we're going to go live from Vegas, right? In one oh, of our yeah, hotel rooms. Yeah. Can we do well. that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why is it not? too much? Like, no, why? Are we able to do well, that? So we'll just put your phone up, right? Okay. We'll simplify it. Yeah. And then we'll just be in front of your phone. So, okay. Perfect. So we will go live again next week. And we'll, can we record a podcast that way too? Yeah, because I'll bring my mics. Okay. And we'll record on your phone, but to the mics. Okay. And then okay. go there. Yeah. So we will have a podcast next week. We'll do it live from Las Vegas. Yeah. Which will be fun. So we'll have to wait uh, an extra day or so for that one. Uh, can't wait for that, though. It's going to be a good time. Oh, it's yeah, it's exciting. We got a, we got a lot to figure out between now and then. Yeah. We'll figure out how we're getting filming stuff. Hey, Greg, do you want to give us a ride to the airport? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which one do you want up there? Can we read that one? Kelowna RCMP. <laughs> this is this is back to the last headline. Clone RCMP finally returned car after <laughs> investigating for twenty years. <laughs> uh, that's a good one as well. Check out the sports bar in New York, New York. All right. Oh, and... we're not. We're going to Vegas. No, Stan, not New York. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, looks like we got a ride to the airport. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well. Listen, until next week when we uh, come at you live from uh, Las Vegas with our podcast, uh, this has been a lot of fun. And our sincerest thank, oh, you, thank you to uh, to the legend Dan O'Toole uh, 
what a gem he was mm-hmm. and uh we can't wait so next week we'll be live from las vegas the week after that a uh, special guest will be nick the goalie for anyone who follows him on uh, oh, tiktok yeah. Uh, and uh, lots more, uh, lots more coming. So uh, until then, I'm Leroy. He's Leroy behind the camera. There's always something to do.